0: That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code super 24. B-98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed.
1: B-98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, Tad, Drex, Kara. If you're like us, you're bummed, right? We were all supposed to be on spring break this week. Mm -hmm. Don't want to remind you of this. Where would you be right now? Right now, I would be at D-I-S-N-E-Y with my son, Sam, right? Oh. Yeah, Wednesday. We'd be headed down. Yeah. Same place I think you would have been. Uh, Oh, gosh, you're right. We 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 were leaving today. We were going together. Don't you remember? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, So Larry and Alex are on the phone. They're from Peachtree City. And they were like, no, 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 no. We're not having this. And they're on the phone right now. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Here here with my wife, Alex. Hi, Alex. How are you? Where were you planning on going at, on spring break?
2: Our friends have an awesome three-bedroom condo in Destin that we were supposed to be down there this month with them, and not happening. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so what did you decide to do? We decided, you know, why not make the best of the situation, make a little fun little backyard project, and get out here and put out about 40 bags of sand, and <laughs> we already had a mound back here, so we got a sand dune, and we got a little pool, we bought all new beach furniture and everything to go to the beach so we, we might as well find a way to use it
4: if you haven't seen the picture yet it almost looks like uh, you know what's the picture of the man and the woman one holding the pitchfork like in front of the farm it's like an older oh yeah yeah it, it almost looks american like a, gothic yeah it's like a staged photo <laughs> where larry and alex are sitting there very stoic faced in their pretend sand with their blow-up pool in y'all's bathing suits
3: yep and with the corona
1: the the remaining bottles before they shut the factory down right
4: yeah
2: we don't actually drink corona but we just thought it was funny for the picture (laughs)
1: amazing
4: now what was the uh, alex what was the whole reason behind this because i mean going and getting 40 bags of sand i mean i I did 60 bags of mulch over the weekend and that was a grind 40 bags of sand that's that's a lot of work just to take a picture why'd you guys do that
2: well we wanted the beach like i mean (laughs) we we actually wanted to be able to sit in our beach chairs and have a good time and sit outside, and we couldn't grow grass in that area anyway, so why not?
1: I was going to ask, Larry mentioned that you created a dune. A lot of times the dunes are protected. Have you put up some fencing and some signs?
3: (laughs) No, we don't have any sea turtles in here hatching right now. (laughs)
4: Uh, Larry, correct me if I'm wrong, are you guys small business owners as well? Yes, we are. Uh, and you guys created some sort of like a, a gutter guard. Is that right? I tried to do a little research on you guys earlier.
3: Yeah, we uh, we own a uh, residential gutter installation company. And then uh, about 15 years ago, we designed and patented our own gutter cover system. And we manufacture and distribute that here out of Peachtree City.
1: So there's your answer to how are they able to afford 40 pounds of sand right. for just a picture.
4: <laughs> well, I was also curious, like, how are you guys um, dealing with the crisis? Are you taking care of your employees, stuff like that?
3: Um, it, we're a small business, really just me and my wife that, uh, run it. We have a crew that does our installs for us and we have, you know, family and friends that help us out sometimes since I've been recovered from shoulder surgery.
1: So are they all invited to the beach when this is over? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we have two other chairs and we have enough room that we can do social distancing it back there. <laughs> is this
1: going to be a permanent installation at your house, or are you going to sweep it all up, and who are you going to pay to do that?
2: Well, we'll have to see how long this all lasts. <laughs> it's permanent until this is over. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we can just spread out in the yard for the grass
3: to grow. We didn't do it just for a picture. We did it so we could actually get out here and enjoy it, you know, kind of like the Zach Brown song, you know. Toes in the water, ass in the sand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> in the corona <laughs> yeah. In the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love it. And that's a, that's got uh, some Georgia references in that there song. You, go. So you are literally there you go, doing exactly. it. <laughs> I love it.
3: Well, guys, have fun. You guys sound like a blast. Well, after it's over, come on down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you want everybody to stay home and stay safe?
3: Yeah, find good ways to, you know, have fun, make the best of a bad situation. Sitting inside, you know, being paranoid and worrying about it. You know, just stay at home. Yeah, stay out of the places you don't have to be. Enjoy yourself and have a good time.
1: Well, you guys are an inspiration. Enjoy it. I can hear the birds chirping in the
3: background already. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait yeah, for the seagulls now, to come take now, your French fries. Right now. <laughs>
4: Those are probably
1: piped in noises, too. Yeah, <laughs> we're on the beach. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. I just shared the photo of these two, sitting on the beach. You could check it out on our Instagram at B98.5 FM.
0: TMZ and People Magazine, call her to see what's happening. <coughs> Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5.
1: Good morning, Teresa in Mapleton. Hello. Hi, could you please kick Kara out of this studio?
5: Get out, Kara. I'm out of here, Teresa. Good luck.
1: You don't have hey. to be nasty about it, Teresa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we're gonna ask you five pop culture questions. If you answer more, I think Kara, you win a hundred bucks of her money. She answers more cool. than you, she wins. All ties go to the house. Here we go. It's question one. Pastor Joel Osteen has asked Kanye West, Mariah Carey, and Tyler Perry to join him for a virtual church service this Sunday. Which is what holiday? Oh, must. My- be easter number two justin timberlake did a q a with kids to promote the release of the new blank movie that comes out friday justin Ooh,
6: timberlake um
0: uh toy story
1: number three the MLBs considering ramping things back up in may with all games played in empty stadiums in arizona who's the braves first baseman Freddie Freeman. Number four, Weird Al Yankovic is seeing an uptick in his parody song reviews. Amish Paradise is doing particularly well. That's a parody of what Coolio song?
0: Oh gosh, that's right. I don't remember. Oh God, um, uh, uh, Amish Paradise. Not and... Amish
1: Paradise, but
0: um. um... I'm in a paradise.
1: All right. Number five. If you're not following Leslie Jordan's Insta, you're missing out. He portrayed Beverly Leslie in what NBC comedy?
6: Two and a half
4: men.
1: Let's bring Kara back in. How did Teresa all do? All right, Teresa and Mableton, you
4: struggled a little bit this morning, but the questions were pretty tough, so you only got two right. We'll see how Kara does, because the number is two, but they're tough, Kara.
1: Okay. Same questions. Kara, number one, Pastor Joel Osteen has asked Kanye West, Mariah Carey, and Tyler Perry to join him for a virtual church service this Sunday, which is what holiday? Easter. And that's what Teresa said, one-to-one. Isn't it funny? Normally, we would be like all Easter all the time. You would not wonder what was going yeah. on. right, but- <laughs> yeah. Number two, Justin Timberlake did a Q&A with kids to promote the release of the new Blank movie that comes out Friday.
4: Trolls! Uh, Teresa said Toy Story, so you're up two to one,
1: Is that being released digitally as well? Yeah, right? yeah, so
4: it's not in theaters. They're just going to, like, you can order it on,
1: you know, whatever your service is. Sweet. Number three, the MLB's considering ramping things back up in May. All games being played in empty stadiums in Arizona. Who's the Braves' first baseman?
4: Freddie Freeman? Yeah, that's what Teresa said. Carrie, you're up three to two.
1: Number four, Weird Al is seeing an uptick in his parody song views. Amish Paradise is doing particularly well. <laughs> that's a parody of what Coolio song? Gangster's Paradise.
4: Yeah, so we were looking
1: for, Teresa. It's four to two. Kara's up. Finally, number five, if you're not following Leslie Jordan's Instagram, you're missing out. He portrayed Beverly Leslie in what NBC comedy?
6: Oh, gosh. I can't think of the name.
1: He's so funny. To mark you yeah up and mark you wrong. Yeah, Dad, what do you Cars think it is?
4: Uh no, we were looking for Will and Grace. Mm. Ah, he was the little flamboyant ah, that- friend of Karen. And I'm telling you what, his Instagram quarantine videos. So he, funny. He pretends that his mom is there and he yells at her, she's not there. Ah. It's it. it's worth it's just worth the view. All right. Final score, four to two. Teresa and Mableton. Are you smarter than Kara? <laughs> I guess I'm not. Not this morning. <laughs> uh, Seven hundred forty-five wins and just twenty-four losses,
1: Kara. Ooh.
5: Sorry, Teresa. I'll take
1: it. It's all right. You'll get her next time. You're under a lot of stress and duress right now. You're quarantined. Not performing at my best. That's right. The <laughs> 98.5 80s, 90s, and now. All right. All right. All right. My day is complete. I sold you on it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is awesome. Right? And if you think about it right now with like the lockdown with the Rona and all of this, mm-hmm. like we need something to distract us. For sure. Oh, You know, if you've watched all the episodes of Ozark, you've yeah. watched Tiger King three times. (laughs) You need to follow the Leslie Jordan on Instagram. He was on Will and Grace. He's an older guy. Yeah, he
4: played like the little flamboyant, um, like funny guy on Will and Grace. He was like Karen's nemesis. And they always had a funny rhetoric back and forth. Right. You
1: you may not remember him. As soon as you see him, you'll be like, that guy. That's the guy. (laughs) So funny, his Instagram page. I'm
6: down here on the floor. I was thinking maybe to pass the time during the... Coronavirus lockdown, I do yoga. Uh, I've heard about naked yoga. That might be fun. (laughs) Anyway, in the book over there, it says this is the downward dog. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it is filthy down here on the floor. (laughs) Oh, my word, I can't do yoga. It's too dirty down here on the floor. Pat and Drax are keeping
0: you up to date with everything you need to know. It's info to go on B98.5.
1: Sponsored by Braid of Pest Management, they handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 701. Scattered showers today. Cozy, warm 84 for a high. What's going on, Kara?
5: Have y'all had to make a trip to the grocery store lately?
1: It's been a week on the dot, actually. I went last really? Thursday. Yeah, but no.
5: Tad, what about you?
1: Um, my wife has been the designated. Uh, grocery store person. That's yeah. good. Just one person goes, right? Ted? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That,
4: that's smart. That's I've smart. heard people
1: say that too. You don't.
4: It's not a family affair,
1: right? Yeah. And my anxiety levels at the grocery store are they go through the roof. Okay,
5: so it's better that Jessica's doing yeah. the shopping.
1: Uh, she, and funny <laughs> enough, like she's usually the anxious person in the relationship. But the Rona, the Rona is a new level for yeah. me.
5: It's a much different trip than it was just a few weeks ago. And now Kroger is joining Home Depot, Target, and even Walmart in limiting the amount of people that are allowing in the store at one time. Good. It's all to give shoppers plenty of space to practice proper social distancing. And then Kroger's gone a step above that, too. They've actually installed plexiglass barriers at the registers and are still hiring. They actually just recently took on over 3,000 people in the last two weeks just to keep up with demand.
1: You imagine that like you think about right now a lot of people have lost their jobs they've been furloughed imagine your job is essential personnel and you work with the public like a job like at a grocery store you're a bus driver something like that mm-hmm. where you're in harm's way every day and it's your job it's how you feed your family mm-hmm. you could say that we're in the same boat sitting here in the studio but i feel like we're six feet apart and we're kind of quarantining together yeah but well and you're have you have a bub-
4: like. People can't see you, Tad, but you're in a plastic bubble right now. <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> so I think it's just been really cool to see all of the crazy things kids have been coming up with while being out of school. Some are building websites to feed doctors and nurses. Some are helping seniors shop and deliver the supplies to their homes. And then there's 10-year-old Holly. Her mom is a healthcare professional, and she wanted to do her part to help, too. So she's been suing up a storm and has hopes to make 250 face masks to give to other. Other healthcare professionals. Now she learned her sewing skills two years ago. That means at eight years old from a local nonprofit called Stitch It To Them. So now Holly wants to get other kids involved and she's looking to put together a huge Zoom sewing party huh. where she'll teach all, all the other kids that want to kind of come into the party how to make them themselves too. She's the Justin Bieber of sewing.
3: I love she it. started
5: she's at eight
1: years old, <laughs> yeah. right? So and you know cool. what these kids are up to, guys? I mean, you're on to them, aren't you? You can figure out what these kids are doing, right? What are they doing? What are They're like doing? sitting there d- developing apps mm-hmm. and doing all this charitable work. It's all part of their grand plan. They want us to see how great they do out of school, so that they never oh. have to go back. We'll like, Brilliant, what are in for? little manipulators, it's, I crafty mean, it's little turkeys, diabolical. <laughs> 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now people are by necessity having to get creative to figure out how to make ends meet. It's just a like sad reality mm-hmm. of what's going on. They've been laid off or furloughed or can't perform their job, as is the case with Joey Turner, who's on the phone with us right now. Figured he had to shut his barber shop, couldn't work at the barber shop. So decided, you know what? I'll teach other people how to cut their own hair. He's on the phone, Joey. Good morning. Tell us about how are you doing this? How are you helping people cut their own hair?
7: So uh, very quickly, a customer had reached out to me and asked if I could do a tutorial online live with him and his wife. And I said, absolutely. And it just gave me an idea. So all I'm doing is uh, I'm tuning in with people live and making sure they have the right equipment. And we're just doing basic haircuts on live. And I'm just walking them through their uh, haircuts. I've seen a lot of jacked up haircuts where uh, husbands have gotten their hair messed up with their wives. And so I'm just trying to help them out and they're helping me out, throwing me a few bucks and I'm helping them out. I'm walking them through and, uh, So far, so good. I have to
5: say, I'm one of those guilty wives that took the buzzers to my husband's hair. And even though he smiled and said, it's great, honey, thanks so much, he was wearing a hat for a good week (laughs) and a half after that. So this is a huge service that you're providing to people.
7: Yeah, it's been fun. It's, uh, you know, I've gotten bored, of course, and uh, I miss that interaction. And that's what I really like doing is is cutting hair and, and they're helping me and I'm helping them as well. So it's been great.
1: So what do you do? They're holding the scissors. They've got the comb or brush or whatever, and you're like, a little higher, a little higher, right there. Okay, cut. Is that how it works?
7: (laughs) So what I do is I have a little mannequin that I'm working on, and I duplicate what they're doing. You know, just walk them through it. I just said, yes, open the guard up here. Start fading there. Nope, come down. You know, go to the right, go to the left. Obviously, they're not going to get a perfect haircut, but it's just to get them through until all this stuff is over.
1: How many wigs are you going through if you're actually cutting... Hair on a mannequin.
7: So it's just a bald mannequin, so I'm just duplicating the position of the head Mm -hmm. just so they can get an idea on where to be on the head that they're working on. Gotcha.
1: Talking to Joey Turner, a local barber who couldn't cut hair at his barbershop, so decided to do online tutorials to help people do it at home.
4: Uh, hey, Joey, you said that you missed the talking and uh, you know, interacting with the customers. Let's say my wife is cutting my hair. What are some questions, like what are some go-to barber questions that she should be asking me while cutting my hair?
7: As far as uh, about... What she needs to do on your hair? No,
4: you know, no, just about the, his life. Oh. yeah, just the oh, normal oh. barber rhetoric. Okay, how's, how's, how's the
7: weather? How's the weather? Um, we we would talk about sports, but obviously that's not going on. Um, how's the system going?
1: What about? Did you hear Mrs. McGillicuddy was having an affair? That's what my hair like. <laughs> <Right. saying.
7: laughs> no, no, no. We're low drama at the shop I work <laughs> at. <laughs> ah,
1: I love that. And you're also moonlighting as a barbershop quartetist, which I love.
7: Yes, that's a whole other story. Three of my customers were in the shop December 28th, all at the same time that I knew that sang gospel. And I sang gospel myself. They had never met one another. And I said, hey, I know y'all never met each other, but y'all all just happened to be here at the same time, but let's sing something. And they all kind of laughed at me. And I said, I'm serious. So I had a... a One of the customers, I said, sing this particular song. As soon as he started singing it, the guy in my chair, he hit the high harmony. I said, dang, that sounds good. I said, let's let's, (laughs) let's all bring it in. So long story short, we all knew the song. It's a Christian song, and we all chimed in, and it sounded fantastic. And before you know it, uh, we recorded it, put it on Facebook, and wound up getting a million views in 10 days. And uh, we formed a, a little group, not on purpose, but the unlikely four
2: amazing
1: grace how sweet the sound joey 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 you just described my every fantasy (laughs) how i've longed to have something like that happen Um, we've got your phone number Make it the unlikely five. Yeah, if, it's this cor- if this
4: quartet ever wants to turn into a quintet, yeah, we <laughs> God or you gone.
1: need
5: an alternate if somebody can't yeah. make it.
7: There you go. Mama sang bass, daddy sang tenor. Let's do it. Oh,
4: but,
1: oh I know that. That's Johnny and June Cash, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. That was the you, question you that got me into the, the, the test, band. Right? Pass the test, Ted. <laughs> there you go.
5: How do people get a hold of you? And oh, yeah. um, if if they'd like to. Uh, Use your services.
7: So my name is Joey Turner, J O E Y T U R N E R. I'm on Facebook. Just look me up on there and send me a private message, and we will go from there.
1: Tadandrex.com. If you want to see their barbershop quartet perform, I'll be watching that on continuous loop for the rest <laughs> of the day.
0: <laughs> Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are you smarter than Kara? Is on B ninety eight point five.
1: Good morning, Natalie and Tucker.
6: Good
1: morning. Hi. Would you please gently kick Kara out of the studio? Take a
6: hike, Kara. I'm out of here, Natalie. Good luck. Mm.
2: Thanks.
1: It's not really what we meant by gently, but that's all right. She's got thick skin. <laughs> Natalie, we're going to ask you five pop culture questions. If you answer more right than Kara, you'll win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins. All ties go to the house. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. All right. Question one, the actress who played Jenny and Forrest Gump, Robin Wright, turns 54 today. Forrest said he and Jenny were, went together like blank and blank. Peanut butter and jelly. Number two, people on Airbnb are posting their homes as COVID-19 retreats. What does B&B stand for? Better get better. Number three, uh, Canadian. Are you trying to lose, Natalie? <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Canadians are showing their support for healthcare workers in the most Canadian way possible. At 7 p.m., they're banging on these types of sports sticks. Hockey sticks. Number four, Shaq is going to host movie watch alongs on TNT starting this Thursday. TNT is named after what Atlanta businessman? Ted Turner. Number five, Tori Spelling is charging fans $100 for a virtual meet and greet. What was Tori's name on Beverly Hills 90210?
6: Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Um, uh,
1: Beth. I don't know. All right, let's bring Kara back in. How did Natalie do? All right,
4: Natalie and Tucker struggled a little bit, but they were tough questions. Uh, you got two right. That means Kara has to answer at least two of these right to tie and take the win.
1: Kara, I'll tell you, okay. you can breathe the sigh of relief going in. <laughs>
4: okay.
1: <laughs> Number one, the actors who played Jenny and Forrest Gump. Robin Wright turns 54 today. I watched House of Cards. Can't believe that was Jenny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's incredible. Forrest said that he and Jenny went together like what and what?
4: Peas and carrots. Natalie <laughs> said peanut butter and jelly. It just doesn't have the same ring. Uh, one to nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Number two, people on Airbnb are posting their homes as COVID-19 retreats. What does b and stand for?
4: bed and breakfast? Natalie said better get better. Okay. Two to nothing.
1: Number three, Canadians are showing their support for healthcare workers in the most Canadian way possible. At 7 p.m., they're banging these types of sports sticks.
4: Hockey sticks? They go outside their homes and they just bang hockey sticks. It's
1: cool. Yeah. uh, That's what Natalie said. Got her on the board. It's three to one. Because they're in Canada. They live so far apart from each other, nobody can hear any of this happening. (laughs) Number four, Shaq is going to host a movie watch-along on TNT starting this Thursday. TNT is named after what Atlanta businessman?
4: Ted Turner. That's what Natalie said. You're still up, though, Kara, four to two.
1: Finally, number five, Tori Spelling is charging fans $100 for a virtual meet-and-greet. Dude, if, if they, discuss... somebody's got to take Kara's money and spend it on Tori's well, no. Tori, he's like... Well, Tori needs the money. She's like $100,000 in debt from Amex. Yeah, Man, Kara. She has
5: like 10 children, too. Yeah.
1: Uh, what was Tori's name on Bev Niner?
5: Um, she was Donna.
1: Donna what? Oh, really? You need yeah, the, the full name. name? with
4: the full name.
5: Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Oh. Uh,
4: Incorrect. Donna Martin is what we were looking uh, for. Natalie said Beth Riley. That, of course, wasn't right oh at all. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Final score of four to two. Okay. <laughs> uh, Donna, uh, excuse me, Donna. Uh, Natalie yes. and Tucker. Beth, is this you?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Natalie,
4: uh, are you smarter than Kara. No. All right, Kara. Seven hundred forty-six wins and twenty-four losses is your new record.
5: <laughs> oh, wow! Sorry, Natalie.
1: <laughs> Natalie, can we put you on hold? You and I can role-play where you're begging for me to come back oh my to gosh. you. You know the 80s, five, eighties, nineties, and now it's Tad, Drex, Kara, and all you hear is that this virus is bad for old people. And people with pre-existing conditions, right? Every day we see and hear about people who are under 60 who just aren't taking this seriously. We have Ben King and his wife, Kristen, on the phone right now. Ben, you are young, healthy. You've been fighting this virus, and it hasn't been easy for you, right?
8: Uh, That is true, yeah. So um, we went on a cruise right before with our family, right before things got really crazy. Actually, the world really changed when we were on that boat. and. When we got off, we both felt super tired, and um, I actually got a little bit better. My wife tested negative for corona and ended up having the flu, so we thought I had the flu, and it was kind of uh, some confusing days for us. Um, But about um, five or six days into feeling some symptoms, um, I lost my sense of smell and taste, and it really hit me hard, hit me like a freight train, really. My temperature jumped up to about Mm 103.9. Um, My wife tried to take care of me and just eventually just said, you need to go to the hospital. So I spent five days in the hospital
1: and finally on the mend. So beginning to end or beginning to now, how long has it been? About three weeks. About three weeks. Where was the cruise to? Uh, We
8: went to Mexico to uh, Cozumel and Progreso. And that was out of um, New Orleans, actually. Which is a
4: hotbed. Uh, ben, talk about the um, the actual treatment itself. Like you're in the hospital, and, and what are you experiencing? Like shortness of breath, and then what are they doing to help you?
8: They could not get my temperature under control, so they actually they wouldn't let me. It was the most miserable I've ever been in my life. Honestly, I was the first two nights in the hospital. I was scared I wouldn't make it out of there. They um, had ice on my head underneath my armpits. They put me on the um, Plaquenil, which is the
0: hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin. And also Rocephin for the pneumonia.
8: Which is that malaria cocktail they've been talking about. And um, so about two days of taking that, um, I started feeling a little bit better. And my chest, just the shortness of breath um, and the coughing, the coughing was unbearable. Um, It was some very long days in that
1: hospital bed. And again, why we wanted to talk to you most importantly is to get the word out to young people listening to the show. You're 39 years old, right? 39,
8: um, played uh, college in uh, minor league baseball for five years, Uh, very healthy, never had any health issues in my life. So, um, yeah, this is this is important, guys. Um, it's hitting everybody. Um, it doesn't discriminate. Um, and you could be lucky and it, and you not have any symptoms, but uh, you could be like me or even worse. I feel lucky to be alive. And um, in my mind, if you're not following the guidelines of the, the CDC, you're really playing Russian roulette and you're putting yourself, um, your family and your community at risk.
5: So how many days was it from when you first started feeling strange to... I have to go to the hospital, something is very wrong.
8: Um, it was about, I'd say, seven or eight days. Um, I actually, again, felt like I was getting better. Um, Kristen got worse, and she again, she got tested for COVID, and I came back negative, and then she ended up testing positive for flu and strep. So I just went on Tamiflu thinking, well, I have the same thing. And our doctors thought the same thing, too, because she was negative. Um, but then when it hit me, Again, it hit me hard that um, about seven to eight days in, and um, it went downhill, and it went downhill really fast. I went to the hospital one time, and they sent me home, and then 24 hours, actually 15 hours later, my wife was like, you have to go back to the hospital. Like, you can't talk. My my whole left lung had pneumonia on it, um, and that had progressed that much in 15 hours, so. It's something that can really jump on you fast, so anyone who does have it or have symptoms, make sure you're really paying attention to it.
4: Hey, Kristen, I wanted to ask you, at any point while this was going on, were you like, oh, Ben, get over it, you just Ah. got the man flu?
0: Well, in the beginning when we were on the boat, he started telling me that, he was like, I've got a tickle in my throat, I just don't feel good. And I looked at him and I was like, Ben, seriously, you're in your head, you're having anxiety, Mm -hmm. you're fine. But um, when we got home and we both started getting really sick, it was no longer a joking matter then. But, yes, on the boat, I will have to say I told him I thought he was just having some anxiety.
1: Will you guys ever go on another cruise?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We talked about uh, we love cruising. Our kids love cruising. But after, yeah, I I think that uh, that's going to be put on hold for quite some time.
4: So it's it's interesting, Ben, that you had it, and it sounds like you had it really aggressively. Your wife didn't get it, and then and what about the children?
8: Yeah, all the kids are uh, all the kids are good too. Thank God.
0: Well, we our kids have not been home in um, two and a half weeks, so oh. we oh. we sent our kids away, and we still they will not be home for probably at least another week and a half. We just want to make sure that we are completely healthy, that this house is completely healthy for them to come home to.
1: I have a question for you too. And I want you to be a hundred percent honest with me, okay. <laughs> Did you really have coronavirus, or is this just a big ploy to get rid of your kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I
8: gotta tell you it's super hard being away from it's the hard. kids. I um you know, yeah it's so score, hard <laughs> it
2: is
8: it is yeah it is. After, hey, trust me yeah you know, if i was helping yeah. getting to do things with my wife that'd be a whole different story but yeah. that has not been the case so <laughs> in right. this moment i am missing my kids
1: guys i'm glad you're both on the mend i hope you get to your family back together soon and uh so i'm glad you made it through this thank
8: you very really appreciate, much appreciate appreciate the time and again everyone out there if you have something to live for I don't care if it's kids, family, or just yourself. Make sure you're protecting yourself and taking it seriously.
1: United 8.5, 80s, 90s. And now we are letting you know about some companies that are actually open for business and the opportunity if you work or own a company, your essential personnel, um, you can call us at 404 985 We'll put you on the radio one of those companies that is definitely open for business, Marlowe's Tavern. Um, I know that Marlowe's is taking some of the servers and managers at their restaurant and they're letting them become delivery drivers. They've got excellent sanitation practices already. Turning them into movers? Zach, exactly. Carlos, ubers and um executive chef john metz on the phone you're also giving back
9: we're trying to also raise money for no kid hungry it's a charity that i've been involved with for a long time so every gift card dollar you buy 20 percent we give to the uh no kid hungry which feeds the hungry kids of atlanta through the food banks uh and through the association we're still feeding those kids and that's really critical especially with school being out uh it's something that has been you know, one of my one of my big charities that I worked with and been passionate with, and I've been working with uh, Pana Caritasis and George McCarroll and, and some of these great uh, restaurant leaders in our city uh, to do this for a long time since I started our company almost 20 years ago. So uh, it's been it's been great. So that's that's some ways we're giving back as well. Yeah,
1: just imagine that this is a company right now that's obviously suffering, like as the entire restaurant industry is. And yet you're still keeping the community in mind. That's appreciated.
9: Well, wow, thank you. It's a passion. And, and you know, I'm, I'm so proud of what, what we do. Our teams and our chefs, are, our managers, um, everybody's working hard. And uh, I've, I've had, you know, the other thing we did, and we're doing this just for our internal people, but anybody who has been laid off. We're actually feeding them a couple of days a week. We're getting get them meals uh, for their families. Uh, they can come pick up a couple of days a week, and we're doing that for uh, for anybody who wants it. Which is, we kicked it off uh, last week and uh, had great turnout from some teams. It was so nice to see them. I was there personally handing out the food for some of these folks, and uh, and they're they're all in good spirits. But we need to get back to work, and and hopefully we can get through this. And and uh, it's been it's been a challenge.
1: All right, Chef John Metz, from Marlow's Tavern, tavern dot com. To find your neighborhood, Marlos. Good morning, B98.5.
6: Okay, this is Clive Boswell from New Images Benz in Stone Mountain, Georgia, 4961 West Mountain Street. We service and repair Mercedes Benz. And our phone number is 404-731-4570. Taking in appointments, we go to the pick of the vehicle, service it clean it up and bring it back to them.
1: All right. Very good. Thank you so much for the call. Carol, you work for Delta. Yeah, 40
6: years. Still strong. Wow. 40
1: years at Delta. Wow. What do you do for them?
6: I love Delta flight attendant, and I'm a little nervous, but we're still going to work.
1: Really? You are flying in airplanes?
6: We're actually transporting all the medical people for free.
1: Wow. Wow. So
6: all over the United States, we're not charging them. They're um, wiping all the seats, tray tables, everything, and then fogging the whole airplane.
1: And are they spacing people apart on the airplane? Oh, yes. How far oh, yeah. apart? Like you get your own row or what's the situation?
6: Oh, row and then rows between you. And if they're not, for some reason, we're moving people.
1: When they're boarding the plane, how many people are in zone one? Like two? Uh, I've been on
6: a plane with only two people recently. Whoa. Then I've been on some with maybe 15
1: or 20. When there are only two people on the plane, how many Biscoff cookies do each people get? <laughs> like, Could you just oh, well, be like Cookie Monster? Thing.
6: We've gone to um, pre-packaged. They're putting a cookie, a cheese it, and a water and a white hand wipe in little bags with drawstrings, and all we do is hand those out. We don't touch anything.
4: So Carol, during this time, there's no question about it that you're you're proud of your company.
6: I'm very proud of them.
1: Man, Delta has really been doing so much to help out during this time. Just an incredible, incredible company.
6: Thanks for
0: listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates. And listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.